0: Hello, hello, good evening and welcome. I am Mr. B. I'm here at home, coming live on Instagram just to let you guys know that behind the scenes we'll be recording the next episode of Free Talk with Mr. B. I have uh, a group of us on and we will leave you actually and try to post the conclusion of what we're doing afterwards. So please forgive us because of technical difficulties and figuring out how to get everyone on. I will stay off for now so thank you so much and have a wonderful day all around the world (laughs) bye (laughs) and that was our audiences (laughs) our listeners on on instagram that's wonderful. we'll um we'll just let them know what's going on and i think a lot of things for us are quite generic so Mm -hmm. yes um absolutely
1: yeah. so uh
0: recording in progress yes. so i put the recording on and i'm saying this is how we're going to capture some of what we do whether or not we can get it as far as a um a video live we're at <laughs> least going to get the podcast words and so on and today's conversation continues with the art of giving back and the theme for this week and next week actually is um what spouses give back to the world what can spouses give back to the world so this is where i hand things over to our moderator and i'll join you dead on the panel and hopefully we can get mia on too as she comes online
1: absolutely good evening everyone good evening to my lovely audience today and uh miss dedra stevens thank you so much for joy- joining us today along with uh, uh mr b uh, our very own mr b on free talk with mr b i'm samina Khanam, the co-host of free talk with mr b uh so what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be picking up the second nugget in mr b's uh out uh, of giving the art of giving back um those who have a copy of this book i'm sure would relate to what we're talking about so the nugget goes like what can spouses give back to the world how can spouses give back to the world and what they do um, before I even start my first question would be to Mr. B let us hear from him what exactly was on your mind when you wrote this nugget could you please tell us <laughs> uh,
0: thank you thank you for um, asking that um, and it's such a pleasure to be on a panel with such um, wonderful wisdom and such diverse perspective so I look forward to having these conversations with you because I think we can cover these conversations um, all through and bring in guests as necessary, subject matter experts to clarify even more. Writing this section, it means, um, I want to to say that it means that the family itself is a beginning of establishing civilization. And uh, when I looked at it, I thought about the chicken or the egg perspective, which one comes first. And so in order to talk about all aspects of life and all giving back aspects of life, I wanted to talk about where life starts. And so um, I can't have children without having a spouse. or And so we can't have... Um, just something has to start somewhere. <laughs> so, I, so that nugget says what a spouse is giving back. And not that we're limiting it to one perspective or the other, but that's the beginning of how families get together, how they start somewhere, somehow two people got together.
1: <laughs> absolutely that's fantastic and uh i'm sure many of my friends out there listening might know that i'm not married so i don't yet have a spouse but then i'm still i'm happy to talk on this subject and learn more from my experienced companions on the show so <laughs> yes yeah, so, uh, let's hear from Ms. Dedra. um i would like to know what exactly does a spouse uh give when it's when we say the spouses need to be responsible, what does the term responsibility uh, mean in that relationship and beyond the household responsibilities? What else and how can you articulate that for us?
2: Well, okay, well, let's start with the marriage. You know, um, my husband and I were in graduate school, well, undergraduate school and graduate school together, and we got married very young. and we were very supportive of one another, you know, while we were in college in the U S whenever he needed some quiet time, I made sure he had it. You know, when I needed quiet time, he made sure I had it. You know, we took turns with household chores, that sort of thing so that one could be there for the other one. So I think it's very important to establish that strong foundation in a marriage before any children enter the picture. And as a matter of fact, raising my own children, I've made that a very strong point in, in their rearing I've I've told them over and over again, children are a huge responsibility. Please do not have them, you know, just frivolously, just because somebody expects you to have children. That's not a good enough reason to bring children into the world. You need to be ready. You need to be ready to really be their parent, you know, because you're responsible for the life of another human being and you need to be sure that you're nurturing a really great addition to the human race. You know, at this time, I mean, that is what you're doing after all. You're not just showing everybody that you're fertile or virile, you know, that you can have an offspring. (laughs) You know, I think sometimes people make that horrible mistake and they have children for all the wrong reasons. But once you do, you need to really be ready to be there for them, not just until they're 18 as well, but for a lifetime, you know, and instill the right kind of values in them and I think the prophet Muhammad had the best you know advice for child rearing he said and it's but my husband's a psychologist by the way so this is very supported in psychology from the, from a psychologist perspective is that from zero to six years old you play with the kids you let them mm-hmm. have imagination you let them be in their own little you know wonderful bubble you know you let them play just play Yes. You know, and you don't really bother with teaching that much. You know, you just let them be little kids at that mm-hmm. time. From seven to 14 is your opportunity to teach. This is your chance to teach right from wrong. This is your chance mm-hmm. to really help them shape who they are going to be for the rest of their lives.
0: And so where, where did it, you I'm sorry, I'm going to dip in and, and see as as with you. Where did you grow up as a child?
2: Oh, Alabama, <laughs> so,
0: Alabama, United States. Yeah. OK,
2: yes, I did. Alabama, United States. And we were raised, I think um, I I really feel lucky. I mean, of course, well, my parents sadly were divorced, but I was raised largely by my grandparents. I think they did that. In my case, I was I'm the product of a grand a grandparents raising me. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably have a more old-fashioned perspective than most people you might run into on a daily basis here <laughs> but that's okay I, I'm quite happy with that um, but yeah now after 14 the prophet said all you can do is be a guiding friend because if you haven't taught them by then it's too late Absolutely. they're already sort of hardwired by that time mm-hmm. and it's true they are they're hardwired yes. after that it's even more difficult in, in the
1: days, I think,
2: now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's already burned yeah. into the hard drive, whatever they are. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes, rightly said,
1: the responsibility goes beyond just, you know, giving birth to those children. Just, giving, just bringing them here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to add something on that, Mr. B?
0: Um, and yes, uh... Uh, and that's probably why we brought up the, the nugget of giving back because everyone, uh, as I spoke before in the last um, episode, we speak about humility. So we can bring up some of the things from the last episode <laughs> and keep going forward. But the humility of, of the responsibility that we were given says a spouse can give back children to the greater community. And so with humility, we need to understand why are we bringing back children? Why are we giving back children to grow the community? Why are we giving back in such a way so that we can have children becoming members of society, not menace to society? And what's exactly. required to be done? You know? And so um, Mr. B... Um, experience or what I come with uh, which is different than Dedra and different than Mia who's going to be coming on and different from anyone who even haven't had a a, a spouse or child you know what we want to do is give back so they can learn from this I have been married for 40 years and I grew up in the Caribbean in the island of Trinidad and Tobago before um, 18 years old going to California so these diverse differences allow us to say, okay, what can we give back? And our, is the location where we were born and the upbringing that we had in our household enough to diversify our children and give them the knowledge, give back to them the knowledge that they need? And so my, exactly. my thoughts are, give them as much as you can from many different angles as you can so, they have, uh, uh, or the, so that they are well-equipped to deal with today's world
1: excellent just want to add something there as i mentioned in my last episode as well i'm from a family of six daughters and you can imagine how dad and mom actually gave us that life <laughs> <laughs> and I, I i was so amazed Moshallah i do miss dad because he's no longer with us um uh, god bless his soul inshallah Um, So what I want to say is he gave us the best of the lives, he gave us the best of the education and then, you know, we're here because of what he gave us that time, because of what mom and dad together gave us that time, right from when we were born to when we were adults Then all my sisters get married and they move on. And I I have taken a lot of responsibility and every time I take up something and I move forward, I remember my mom and dad and I do have a picture of them on my phone, which I just look at and I feel that, yes, they taught me to be responsible and I need to move forward with this responsibility. I need to be there for a purpose every day. I need to fulfill that purpose for which God has sent me in this world. You know, That's the feeling I carry because, of course, like both of you said, only when the children see what the parents actually teach them and they uh, imbibe that in themselves, will they be able to move forward and continue that for their generations. I think that that's what I wanted to add there. So I read a very interesting line in uh, the Nugget, Mister B, and that was, "How do spouses actually give back visible positions of honor and respect to each other?" So I'd like to hear a little bit uh, first from you, and then from Ms. Dedra on that line. How do visible positions of respect and honor to each other?
0: Well, again, it's it's a relationship that comes with a a lot of challenges also, because mm-hmm. prior to uh, spouses becoming spouses, they were brought up in different households. Even if they mm-hmm. were neighbors, there's yeah. two different set of learning strategies and informational passing on at that time. So when mm-hmm. they came together to bring honor to the spouse, the first thing we should be doing is Deciding to have a lifetime of learning because we think we know what we know, but there's only so much that we know, even if we were neighbors, even if we were in the same neighborhood, even if we had the same culture or background. There's a limit to Mm -hmm. households' information. And the way we assimilate information, bringing honor and by being a good listener to our spouses helps us to understand it. Now, again, it's not. If you understand it today, it doesn't mean you understand it forever because things change. So it's one of those perpetual motion of trying to understand who is before you as a spouse. Giving back. And and again, one of the nuggets, one of the things we give back, and I encourage people to give back, is giving back a listening ear. So uh, the whole global community always thinks about giving back as finances. And so I said, no, first start off with a smile. Start off with a hello. <laughs> I know my wife probably said, oh, you had me on the first hello. But, <laughs> I, but, read <laughs> I read that.
1: I read that.
0: We need years. Like I needed 40 years of hellos. I need um, 40 mm-hmm. years of smiles. And I'm mm-hmm. just human. So I need a, a listening ear for 40 years. And, and so hopefully I, I may or may not get 40 more, but I got 40 in. And I'm still oh, learning. No. And so... <laughs> the the giving back or giving with humility says we go into this human relationship and we start learning new things and humbly we must uh, allow ourselves to learn so I would learn from my wife she would learn from me and hopefully together we will work out how do we find that comfortable middle and so bringing honor means you're you you do treat your wife as your own body because i want to be listened to so i should do some listening i want to be healthy so i should make sure she's healthy i want to be fed so i should make sure i make provision so she can be fed also
1: yeah very nice thank you so much for that interesting perspective Yes, Ms. Jedra, I'd like to hear from you on the statement.
2: <laughs> okay, well, I see it. Like, yes, I agree with everything um, Mr. B said. Of course, I'll add that I think that in marriage, we want someone, I, I always think of yin and yang, you know. I mean, my husband and I, in many ways, couldn't be more opposite You know opposite we're opposites i mean we're from different cultures we're from completely different backgrounds but you know um there's some commonality in the way we were raised even though we were raised on opposite sides of the planet you know i mean we were raised with certain family values you know just the same we were raised in a small town community you know, uh-huh. just the same. We were raised, you know, to honor your neighbors, to honor your the elders in your family. I was gr- I grew up, you know, having to say yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, you know, to my older relatives, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, he had to honor his older relatives the same. So the more you look around, uh-huh. you know, for this, the, the things that are the same about you, the more you're going to find them. If you absolutely concentrate on differences, that's all you'll ever You know, but in in some ways we are so opposite. I mean, he's very quiet and very reserved. And if he had his way, he might never, you know, leave the house, you yeah. know, but thankfully I'm there to be loud and bubbly and social and sort of, you know, push him to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be more out there and socialize and everything, because I don't think he would without me. You know, when I first met him, his only colors in his closet were black, white, and gray. Yeah, oh, wow. he had literally clothes, <laughs> no other clothes of any other mm-hmm. colors. And, you know, by the time I got through with him, he had yellows, he had reds <laughs> in his closet. You know, <laughs> so Very nice. I, I infused color into his life. Now for me I'm I'm the kind of person that I, I know I know it by myself I'm loud I live large but <laughs> sometimes I can lift off the ground you know if there's not somebody there to ground me and say now wait a minute you're getting ahead of yourself you know let's look at this reasonably you know that's him that's yes. his that's the voice he gives me. He gives me that sound of reason, like, wait a mm-hmm. second, you're getting ahead of yourself. You know, you don't really know these people. Let's look at this well, you know, because <laughs> I can get all excited and very exactly. you know, it's yeah, yeah. But that's 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 the beauty of our relationship. We're yin Rush and yang yes, in a lot of ways. Up. We're <laughs> we're like the puzzle piece, the 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 jagged edges, you know, just sort of fit together. You know, who knows how, but we do. Excellent, excellent. It is so beautiful to just listen to that. (laughs) Yes,
1: mashallah. That's good. Uh, Yes, so um, it was a very nice conversation I had with both of you. And just before we end it, people use the word, uh, the term unconditional. Unconditional every time, you know, you should be unconditional. But the practicality of life in the real world, or everyday life we may not be able to be unconditional at times so have you had any such instances where uh, you felt that yes my, <laughs> i couldn't actually be unconditional i don't know
2: if i'm putting you
1: guys in a spot but <laughs> um, <laughs> um can i just, can
2: i answer yeah. that Will can i start? can yeah. i give you an answer i can tell you that for spouses I don't think unconditional love is possible. I think there is always a condition. I mean, there's always a way that they can cross the line of no return. I think unconditional love may apply to your children, though. I mean, for my children, yes, I can say that they have my absolute unconditional love and mm-hmm. they could literally be anything or do anything and I would still love them. I mean, they could be serial killers and I still love them. I mean, <laughs> you know so but i mean inshallah no that will never happen but they're still my babies no matter oh, yes. what you know oh, i would course. i would urge them to do the right thing and to get help and you know push them to hopefully you know correct their behavior but that would doesn't mean i wouldn't love them you know that's just the mother's love mothers are are good like that you just mm-hmm. can't there's no stopping a mother's love i don't Maybe Mr. B has a different perspective as a dad. I'm not sure. <laughs> and it, It's always different
0: for everyone because it's, it's a lot of the things we're talking about are very personalized. And so uh, when we talk about spouses and what spouses can give back to the world, we know uh, one of the priorities for perpetuating the human family is to give back children. And so uh, there's a lot of unconditional behaviors associated with love, with a procreation and 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 keeping the human family moving forward, but we tend to um, we tend some of us depends on how we learn. We tend to use unconditional love towards a supreme being, knowing all too well we won't be able to commit to it fully, and we won't be um, disciplined for not doing it. <laughs> you know, and so when you look at it from a um, from a spouse, we. Would want to think we're um, loving unconditionally, but with conditions. And from a dad, (laughs) from a father, I love my sons a lot. And I do have conditions. The conditions are you must love me back to the extent that I think love should be received back. Because I'm giving, but I also want to receive. And what I'm looking for, I'm looking for respect I'm looking for honor. I'm looking for the maintenance of dignity, and I'm looking for uh, them to carry on and self-sustain. Um, I think in America here, we say we want to get the kids off the payroll. That really means can you take care of yourself and get your own spouse in your own time so we can go and do what we call empty nesters. We can go and do our thing. And so as we go and do our thing, we already took care of our responsibility. And so that's the kind of a unconditional approach from me as a father.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you so much for that brilliant perspective on this nugget from both of you guys. Um, Just any last words you want to add before we conclude the session today?
2: um, Well, you know, I think we covered, you know, in general, spouses and children. In my case, I have a disabled son. So I think that adds probably another, you know, another level, you know, to all of this that people who don't have a special needs child, maybe not ever be able to, to ever know. Um, My son's autistic. So, I mean, but he did inspire me, you know, in so many ways. I think we can be inspired by our kids, you know, to give Mm -hmm. back, you know, and to really, to, to want to make the world a safer and better place for them and for other kids who are like them. That's what made me, um, get out there and make a film about Abraham, you know, lemonade, you know, which actually did make a difference, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in the, um, and how, uh, autism is seen in the United Arab Emirates. And hopefully we have more work to do in that regard. But yeah, I've been very inspired and that, that, you know, they, they always say the mother, uh, bird always, you know, treats the, 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 the chick that's, you know, cheeping the loudest, you know, or the sickest one is the one that gets the attention first, you know, before (laughs) the others. So. I don't know. I mean, to me, it's just a whole new level of of mama love, mama bear love. (laughs) Yes, with a lot of patience, I'm sure. And
1: we just wish for the best for your family.
2: Thank you, Han. I appreciate that. (laughs)
1: Yes, Mr. B. Uh,
0: Thank you. So (laughs) you asked for um, closing words and closing Mm -hmm. words meant that we um, covered the nugget of giving back. Um, what spouses give. Um, one thing I do know, there is not enough time in any podcast or any live stream to cover this subject. So we will cover this subject again next week and we will try to incorporate some of the comments and some of the feedback from our podcast. And the reason why I, I wanted that, I wanted us to, to encourage our audience to go on. Now, mm-hmm. um, I, initially I wanted to do Instagram live so I can... Uh, um, have people comment right away. And like I said, I'm, yes. I'm letting them know at the tail end of our show that we're that we're on. And Instagram live, um, I think if we were all in the same area of the world, we all could have been on. But we want mm-hmm. to keep the subject going. We want to mm-hmm. um, keep our panel going. And our panel gives us diversity. It gives us perspective. And we it gives us different angles of what does it really mean to give back. And so the art mm-hmm. of giving back um, the, the whole, um, the art of giving back the book itself has these nuggets in them. So this last week, we cover humility. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a start for everything. And for mm-hmm. the human family, we needed to cover spouses. And so the yeah, spouses yeah. says, okay, this is how we're establishing the human family. And there are so many nuggets just in the spouses alone about how we become spouses, how we maintain our relationships and how we heal ourselves in the midst of these relationships by communicating with each other all the time. So I'm glad that we were able to bring out some of that. And we'll kind of, um, um, Dedra, you have a very unique perspective from having two civilizations in your lifestyle.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Thank Mina, you. you have a
0: you have a perspective of anyone who has not become a spouse yet can say this yes. is what is going to we need to keep in mind to look for and some preparation. Everyone needs a little helping hand and getting ready for that mode. So next Absolutely. week we'll talk more about that too. And sure. uh, and there's, just, there's always something we're missing. So we're hoping people will come on and give us more of what we're missing about what spouses need to give back to the world. And we will cover that subject some more next week before bringing the children into the conversation and the global community ah. yeah right. so as, as we go down the nuggets you'll realize that we're building the human family of giving back and we're we're pushing the giving back revolution and we're encouraging this conversation to continue with our listeners and it's such an honor to be here with you and uh, i think the the other lady mia she should be from south africa she should be on soon with us and maybe on next week if she didn't wasn't able to join today Mm -hmm. And I am forever, forever grateful. Thank you all so much.
2: Oh, it's an honor. It really is. I've enjoyed this so much. And I'm very happy to be a part of this. I think it's an important project. Excellent. Yes, I share the same words. Uh, and feedback it's been incredible
1: this is just my second episode and I really uh, am learning a lot (laughs) from episode to episode and people and connecting with a lot of new people and that keeps me going thank you so much thank you so much I learned a lot from both of you today and I hope our listeners also did Uh, we will encourage all our listeners to go go ahead and post your comments in the comment section once we post this podcast up there and we could pick their questions or queries or anything they would like us to discuss our next episode Brilliant. so signing off from my side the co-host of free talk with mr b samina hanam thank you so much
0: thank you thank you
2: thank you thank okay. <laughs> so well, that was wonderful thank you thank <laughs> you me... most welcome recording so... stopped okay. um,